0: To record an intro for this, but we just haven't got around to it because we,
1: we haven't. But actually, it's just occurring to me now. If anyone wants to record an intro, we could definitely play it, um, and that would save us. It would, time, yeah, it would save us. Sure. We're notoriously lazy, and um, that would be also interesting. It um, would. All entries accepted. If it sounds too good, we will claim it as our own. Yes, and it, it might. Uh, I mean, the album's not out yet. It might even
0: make it on the album. It so. it. <laughs> our, uh you know? That sort of plagiarism knows no bounds yeah we need about maybe like between 10 and 25 seconds just introducing the Tequila King don't, podcast don't, don't even put a limit on it if someone yeah. sends us a 10 minute opera yeah that would be great as well yeah and it would mean that we
1: would have to speak less as well but until you do send us that this is episode 3 and we're now on Oh My Love which is the third track on the album then your thoughts
0: Before we get into that, should we talk about uh, what we've been up to over the last couple of weeks? It's been quite an exciting time for us. We've had our single coming out on Radio One. You um, it got a its first
1: of- play from Hugh
0: Stevens. Yeah, and we've had it
1: got- quite a few more it got played last night in fact by did used. yeah it's
0: nice we've probably done a handful of singles over the years but this is the one that's kind of Radio one I've been giving it uh, and XFM a the nice lot too. of support and XFM
1: and Mr. Zane Lowe he yeah. played it he played it and then announced that he was that was it for him he was done with Radio yeah. 1 done with music I'm trying not to connect the two Yeah, but it's hard not to when someone plays your track and then immediately goes I quit my <laughs> 15 year career at radio one um <laughs> it was like this final straw final indignity uh no i'm sure it wasn't anything
0: like that and then also some daytime radio one wasn't it it was yeah that was definitely the first time we've had a song played not on like one of the more specialist shows later on in the evening yeah, so it was really exciting everyone got very excited yeah um other than that we got the, uh, well the tour's getting
1: closer so we've been rehearsing yeah. a lot uh a new bass player Pete, who people
0: now have been introduced to. Yeah. Yeah, we announced the news about that. um, What was that, last week or the week before? Yeah. So, yeah, we've just been madly rehearsing, trying to get everyone up to speed, because although the old songs, uh, we've kind of played them a lot, so that's been a lot of getting uh, Pete up to scratch with those. But also the new songs, you know, it's pretty much new to us as well. We've like rehearsed them a bit and we've kind of recorded them, obviously. So we kind of know our parts a little bit, but it could have been like six months ago that we last played them. So Mm. everything, in fact, a lot of the songs will come to it. And then Pete will know the songs a lot better than I do (laughs) um, before we start rehearsing. And then I've kind of got to reteach myself all the bits. Yeah, that is true.
1: I will, exciting things coming up, I say, the tour. But then also we're going to do this charity So Far Sounds with Bastille.
0: So it's going to be nice to
1: play with them again. Um, Do you know how much the tickets are going for online? I feel a little bit bad because I don't think this is going to the charity at all. I think what they did is a raffle sort of thing where you, you paid a certain amount. Right. And that entered you into this sort of raffle. And then 100 lucky people won. Obviously, the charity makes a lot of money. That's good, but then some people have been winning these, and I'm, I'm you know, if I'm wrong about this, then I do apologise. Um, but I'm pretty certain that some people have been winning, and then selling them on the internet, and they're going for like a thousand pounds or more, Whoa. which is a lot of money. Um, and it also it doesn't feel very moral to me it feels a bit wrong What selling charity selling charity event tickets i mean i don't know i suppose it's not really harming anyone but at the same time it feels feels slightly wrong doesn't hmm. it? um what do you think where do you stand on that yeah it's definitely i mean they—they it's a gray
0: area it's a gray area isn't it yeah Mm. they know it's not right but it doesn't really make much difference like the tickets of they've sold the tickets and they They might might be using that that money to fund their you know their hopes of
1: becoming a vet that is going to be nursing sick animals back to health and then who can really argue with that eh? bless those people who are on ebay selling (laughs) those tickets them should be selling them so more animals won't have to suffer (laughs) i think that's the same point that i was starting out making it was right (laughs) yeah (laughs) um no so that's gonna be really exciting uh and then anything else that's been happening i suppose the big news josh leaving that was pretty sad
0: yeah um oh yeah we're hoping to get um if we can uh, get some time in before we go on tour in a couple of weeks we're going to get Josh along and do a podcast with him Yeah, um so you'll hear from him very soon hopefully mhm um i think he's away in dorset this week uh, uh the yes. only other thing that i saw yesterday was that uh we i think in the last podcast uh, the love is not control podcast we talked about um ed who's the wrestler in the video and yeah, I just got shown yesterday that he's in the new Everything Everything video as he's well. He's very good, isn't he? I haven't um, actually seen it yet, but oh, you haven't seen got, it. You can oh, describe yeah, it to oh, me. He's
1: very good. Um, so he is a caveman running through the woods. No, no, no. In this, right? He also looks like a caveman, okay. but in this, he's acting as a caveman. So I've got to say, his two roles that I've seen him in is caveman and wrestler, and mm-hmm. he looks and is that. So. He's quite playing it, you know, quite close mm-hmm. to the, to his own sort of life. Um, anyway, he's chasing through the woods by someone who's trying to kill him. Another caveman probably had an argument over something. We don't know what. And then they have a fight, and that's about it, really. Nice. Um, but he's very good. It's the it? song good? Song is very good. I, I'm i a fan of everything, everything. I would say... And this is because they've got quite a distinctive sound, yeah. I'd say. Um it's interesting, when someone with a distinctive sound, it feels harsh to be criticising for this, but it sounds like, like everything, everything, everything. Okay, cool. I mean, that's really harsh, isn't it? Because, I mean, they are everything, everything, and <laughs> they've sort of... It's very tough to sort of chisel out yeah. a sound where you're like, this is this is everything, everything sound, and yet I'm criticising them for that. So I feel a bit bad, but when I heard it, I was like, oh,
0: yeah. It sounds like I guess me. if you've got such a distinctive sound like that, then... That's kind of what people listen to you for, and yeah. you know, unless but you want
1: to, you want to have progression as well, don't yeah. you? I mean, I think Mumford and Sons and the XX famously sort of, you know, shot themselves in the foot a little bit with their second album, where and it again kind of unfairly yeah. it was because they sounded just like them again, yeah. and you kind of want to see progression. Well, that's what we were going. for That's what we were going for. um Progression.
0: So let's talk about Oh My Love, because that was, uh, that's what we're here for, that's what I, that's what we're here for, <laughs> that's what they're here for, <laughs> um, shall I start, I mean, the other ones you we've, start. we've played a little bit of, uh, the demos as well, mm. so I'll start off by playing, first of all, this is, I'm gonna play the first demo that, uh, Ralph sent over, yeah.
1: Plenty for your thoughts. Save enough to buy them all. Save enough to buy a boat. Big enough to save his home. it for your thoughts.
0: so i'm looking at that that's um one that you sent over a long time ago and the actual title of it is oh my love i'm not afraid of death i just don't want to be there when it happens yes which uh still makes me laugh
1: <laughs> but um no that's actually a woody allen quote um who i'm a fan of woody allen yeah And I did want it to be called I'm My Love and then the brackets, the rest of it. But it was decided uh, no to that. With naming songs, it tends to be quite often that I have a lot of... uh, I think it's learning when to stop naming a song. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, But yeah, that is the title and I like it. Didn't (laughs) we impose some sort of... There's like on the album now, a, there was a album. one bracket or one slash thing, so I'm only allowed to. So they've all. Only one thing was allowed to have two names, but I actually managed to get away with two on this right. one. So we have World of Joy slash a list of things to do. Yeah. And then there's another one, isn't there? Um, good Times. Good Times and A Rake's Progress. But. They both just show a different side to the song, you see? right? You know what I mean. The, I think you thing. just need
0: to put your put your money where your mouth is and pick one.
1: Well, actually, see, I wanted Rake's progress to be the one, but you guys right. all cried out, "No!" You said our public—they're so stupid; they won't understand it. And I said, "No, give them the benefit of the doubt." <laughs> and you guys said, "No,"
0: you said, "Spoon feed." Spoon feed them. I said no. Let them I think learn. I don't know whether it was the public or just us. <laughs> like, spoon feed just, us. just don't get it. Yeah, no, they
1: didn't really say that at all. I'm, <laughs> I'm lying. Um, but yeah, that's that's. that's
0: so, hilarious. do you remember recording that
1: uh, demo? Then I do. Um, I remember the snare in particular, just wanting that big yeah sound. And I'm quite pleased that snare actually got used throughout the whole album which is quite nice. Um, So Mark took it out and I assumed it would get replaced by some other nicer sound, but he did a few things to it and said he quite liked it because it was a bit different to what you'd normally get. And then it's now underneath various snare sounds in the album to give it that sort of cohesive thing, which is, again, a nice little thing. And I think some of the things with this song in particular, I think we spoke about it before, but working with Mark kind of um, i suppose thinking about stuff that you do in demos and stuff not necessarily as not uh, not as good as what you're going to do in the studio so in this tune the end one there's a bit after the middle eight where it all goes into um i forget whose idea it was but as in it's, it's a nice idea where it all goes into just one mic in the room and just me singing and playing yeah which then then suddenly it snaps into like this big sort of produced triumphant thing and i think flicking between those two sorts of sounds is really right, really it's good really, really and something that we carried on i say this was probably the first song that we recorded for the album and um yeah we've kind of used that device throughout the album which I, which i like yeah yeah oh my love to the mind there's nothing I can do. No deal we can make. Don't matter what matters is
0: now. Yeah, I remember that snare sound being the s- subject of quite a lot of like debate in the I studio guess. as well. Because there was like, there, there was a time when it definitely worked. I mean, basically it was in the verses whether we were going to have it running through the whole verse. Cause it is quite a sort of um, abrasive. It's an abrasive sound. And there was like an basically Mark kind of program- programmed up two different options. one of them was kind of like more of a sort of like dry drum machiney sort of uh, yeah, little was, little snare. It came to a vote and, it was, and it, was, so it was yeah three to two, I think. Yeah. That's the benefit of having a band with like, an odd number of people in it is that the yeah, votes will often sort things out yeah but that was like snare gate was like quite a big thing it you was. forget as soon as it's out you completely forget about it and just like, oh, assume yeah. that that's the only way that it could have ever, yeah, ever happened
1: a lot of this when we were demoing it up was recorded on the road really so yeah. um it reminds me this time in switzerland yeah. when Go on grant was backstage and we i think all three of us but we only had two headphones so it was me you grant all sat around yeah but we were trying to write his guitar parts um while we were trying to work out what what was working mm-hmm. or not And i think it was he'd only been in the band like a month or so yeah. so it was quite a precious situation for him as well um but yeah it was good good fun yeah i remember we we're in this tiny venue it was our first tour in switzerland and we were blown away because like some like three out of the five venues had sold out in advance. And I must say they're very small venues, but it was very exciting. Yeah, But we were in this street where it was old wine cellars, but they'd converted yeah, them into that. venues.
0: And it was, yeah, it was really it's cool. Great. It was yeah. like under the arches, underneath, underneath the underground, basically, wasn't it?
1: Yeah. And it was our first time of real... European hospitality and it was because uh, uh, Anyone who's in band out there will probably know Europe They treat you a bit nicer than they do if you're a musician in the UK I kind of think in the UK they're kind of a little bit like well, you know We could just throw a rock outside this window and we'll probably hit another musician yeah. and they can play the gig and you can fuck off. That's the sort of general thing But in Europe they really do treat you well So they were just like yes anything you want from the bar you can have that mm-hmm. so they got nice food for us it was lovely wasn't it it was it was great
0: and they didn't even throw rock that was <laughs> the main thing that i thought was good wasn't there something in that town square like a statue of a kid, There's a statue a, of a, a man eating. eating babies
1: yeah yeah which we went out to find that's
0: what we remember about that town
1: can you Their if you know the town yeah. you can write in and you can win a prize
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> there um, is no prize I mean, this is a song about, um, it's a kind of a seize the day sort of thing. It's got a slightly morbid sort of surface to it, but if you scratch beneath it, you see it's actually quite uplifting and triumphant and much more in tune with the brass parts that Ben's written than you might at first think. Um, so, yeah, the general message is that we're all going to die, but that's not really the thing that we should be focusing on. It's this moment right now. Mm-hmm. And, yeah, there's some sort of imagery there as well about... Um, I like the thing about the balloons. Yeah, that's something. um
0: Yeah, I was going to ask you about.
1: Yeah, well, it's sort of um, 99 red balloons. So, they're red balloons going off, but then it's also this sort of idea that they pop and fall in crimson youth. What happens?
0: Is, what, yeah, I, I'm not... That familiar with the song 99 Red Balloons? Um for me? It's just always a song of my youth of just excitement and jumping around yeah. and you know like
1: um, I, is it about? I think it might be about war or something. Should we Google is it? Trying really? to Google it. Okay, I don't you really go. know
0: what the meaning is. It's a German song.
1: It is a German song.
0: Luftballons. Luft balloons. The lyrics of the original German version stel- tell a story. 99 balloons are mistaken for UFOs, causing a, gen- a general to send pilots to investigate. Finding nothing but Charles' balloons, the pilot decides to put on a show and shoot them down. The d- display of force worries the nations along the borders, and the war ministers on each side bang the drums of conflict to grab them- grab power for themselves. In the end, a 99-year war results from an otherwise harmless flight of balloons, causing devastation on all sides without a victor. At the end, the singer walks through the devastated ruins and lets loose a balloon, watching it fly away. There we go. Well, um... I like that story. Yeah, that's a good story.
1: Actually. I like it. Yeah, well, not really to do with the meaning of that, but more the image of the red balloons yeah, coming just up and, and and yeah. then falling down. Uh, yeah, that sort of thing. And yeah i suppose just facing life in a positive way Mm -hmm. not worrying too much about death and the negative things that's what it's about Um, Um,
0: so so there's that bit in the um in the verse which i don't know how i came up with that i think Uh, yeah i was again i was just listening to and i just started singing it to myself it's that kind of response which happens in between the it's kind of a call and response in the in the verse i think a lot of people think it's kind of like inspired by um like a western sort of thing it you know, definitely that? makes
1: me think of that
0: um but mm. i don't think that's i mean you know i'm not like a big western fan or anything like that so i don't know if that's where it came from i just definitely sounds quite similar
1: yeah um, but different enough for us to not be sued. <laughs>
0: <laughs> it came out. You don't about, want to get
1: sued by a cowboy. nice no. certain things out of court,
0: they're pretty. You know, I don't think I'd be very good in a duel. But I've never. You know, we don't know until I've actually been in that situation. We shot some
1: guns when we were in. I
0: mean they were sort of paint guns. Yeah. It was a tourist attraction. Really, yeah. we went to
1: Tombstone, didn't we? Yeah, in the US. We shot those, those... I mean, you were... That's really ...brutal at that. <laughs> the owner of that store, he nearly lost an eye. That's how brutal you were. I right? really like that. Yeah, it was good fun. In a uh,
0: duel, do you... Is there like... Do you get one bullet? Or is it more... You just kind of... Well, just. I mean, the, the duel's kind of... There's, I think mean, there's the sort of
1: fencing duel. and then yeah. there would be the one where they had the one bullet with a pistol shooting, but that was just because they had the one. But I think what you're talking about is more like high noon sort of yeah, thing. Yeah, so you step away from each other. But I don't, I don't know if that really happened. I mean, the dueling with the pistol, they definitely yeah. did the sort of 12 paces, but that was because they were kind of gentlemen. And also, I kind of believe those guns that they had then, it was sort of, you might kill the other person, yeah. but you quite often wouldn't. And also, because they weren't very accurate, quite often they'd just shoot and miss. You know what I mean? Like, that was it. But it was more like you were kind of both being men, and there was right. some sort of there was know, jeopardy. jeopardy. Yeah, there was. Yeah, you were both. You would proved that you were men, and the other person. Then you probably had a drink afterwards and laughed. Yeah. It was good. But with the cowboy thing, I think they would wouldn't probably do that. I mean, I think, think? Prob- no. I think they they more villainous characters. They'd probably just they might
0: step out, but I don't think there was any back to back pacing. The pacing away from it, if you really wanted to not die, you could just turn around earlier. But I see, the, uh, that's yeah. it. I don't think the pacing is
1: cowboys at all. Right. I think that's not,
0: That's, the that's thing. that's the
1: gentleman's, you know, N- Napoleonic Wars and that sort of time. That's when that's, in my mind anyway. Yeah. Um, cowboys, I think it's more stepping out and everyone shuts the shutters. And yeah. they're like, ooh. <laughs> and then uh, he shoots him and they're wearing bulletproof vest. And then really? Marty McFly... Gets, he hits him with the bulletproof vest, and then they run away in their time machine. Okay, and that's and, what happens. And that's the, um, <laughs> that's
0: the and that block. was the inspiration behind that part. <laughs> Marty you're McFly. Uh,
1: you a fan of Back to the Future.
0: Yeah, I think so. You you think you've got to you be. You've got. You've got to be. You have got you got to be you can not not be a fan of Back to the Future. It's I pretty good, isn't a, it? Yeah. I went to see that you know secret cinema. Uh, yeah right yeah
1: so they did that and it just made me realise what an amazing film it is is. and I think it's just sad that we don't there was like a period where we made amazing silly stupid films but were just absolutely amazing and just purely entertaining back to the future is an example stuff like gremlins do you know what I mean they're just kind of like really good but absolutely stupid imagine like trying to pitch that idea now you're like well yeah it's like this teenage boy and he hangs around with this old doctor who they kind of do experiments together. Like right then they'd be like, stop, I'm really sorry, but we can't do this. You're going to be shut down. This sounds absolutely paedophilic. This is awful. Um, But then, you know, and they have adventures through time. It's like Sherman
0: and Peabody, but. mm. That's true. I do reckon Mm -hmm. if they made it these days, they'd have to make, give it a dark edge. Like, you know how like all comic book, Franchise has pretty much been re- remade and they've just tried to make them a lot like darker. Dark. I mean, I do like, you know, the Batman reboot and stuff, but. Batman reboot's good. Um, <laughs> <laughs> it's just, um, yeah, I don't know. It seemed to make, yeah, like like you say, to make something like just silly. Silly but entertaining. Actually, that's, that's not true. That film, Guardians of the Galaxy, is a good example of a film that, that came out good. that was just like doesn't take itself seriously it's just a lot of fun all-round family entertainment yeah it's true it doesn't have a
1: relationship between a teenage boy and an old man
0: (laughs) (laughs) Going all the way around back around to that part um yeah just fit really well because there's lots of gaps in where ralph sings um and then we just like layered it up uh in the studio and made it sound better and better the more stuff we put on it which left us like what are we going to how are we going to do it live but then as we mentioned like i think it was in the first podcast we've got like a vocal effects box that we use a lot alive now Mm -hmm. um, which kind of gives the effect of like lots of voices doing it in different octaves and stuff and it's worked out really nicely there's one other thing that I thought would be fun to play on this was um, basically it's really it's really buried in the song so I thought that's why it'd be a good time to um, draw attention to it and it was like one of the last things we recorded I'm not sure whose idea it was but basically we we persuaded um, Plattman to go in uh, to the recording booth and just like scream Mm. and it's come out brilliantly if we put it up too loud i think it would be distracting but it's like if you listen out for it and i'll play it now so that you can hear what he actually does and this comes in between the verse and the chorus in the bridge section if you listen closely there's like josh platman screaming really loud in the background i'll now play where that comes in the song So, uh, yeah, earlier today I just asked her, uh, I sent a message out saying, does anyone have any questions for us? And we're going to answer... Normally when you do these, like, <laughs> you get a lot of the same questions. Mm, yeah, if your question is
1: original, it's more likely to be answered. Okay, so let's pick up some, because I think they're actually more more than I thought that they were originally. Are you th- going to try and do vocals invoking what you think this person
0: might sound like? Okay, I will play the role of... Uh, Lene or Lena or Lena. Oh, she, she tweets quite a Lenny. lot Lene, Lenny. She loves the Twitter. Lena. Len. Good old Lenny Lena. Um and you've got a choice of okay, I'm gonna give you a choice there are four questions that Number have come two. from Lena. Number two. Um where's this person from? I'll try and do an accent. Germany. Mm. What's the song you love to play the most live? <laughs>
1: It's like Italian meets Dutch the yeah. <laughs> most alive um, Vo- I should have said what vist. V- no, this is just the, we're going down <laughs> a road. we really shouldn't go down, let's back away all right um, yeah. so what's the what's the yeah. song you love to play most live i currently, and it, I mean they haven't heard it yet, but I really like playing friends. I would agree with that, yeah,
0: yeah, is that your answer too? That's my answer That's too. Good friends friends give me a number between one and
1: I think you like should pick nine. what
0: you think the best question
1: is because otherwise we could get some real not saying that question was but I mean just you know I want a real singer hmm
0: here's a question with like a very set I think it's a three word answer no two word answer yeah. who is going to support you in Germany slash Europe oh I know this
1: and they're a band I really like they're called Dancing Years Uh, and they're great. You should check them out. Um, I also, I was hanging out with a friend yesterday and he said that he played with them. He said they're lovely, lovely chaps. So that's always nice because we don't actually know them, but I think I put them forward because I like their music. Yeah. And uh, cause we all tend to put forward various bands and um, they got picked and they, for me, they remind me a bit of like us on our first album. So I think, people who like us on the first album
0: are gonna like them now that's yeah. what i'd say and um there's a weird connection isn't there like I last think time I'm we toured around europe we were with spring offensive yeah. and i think chris who's the bassist from spring offensive does he manage them or work for the management or something
1: yes there's some does. weird connection that there the, as that well, is which the is nice
0: um and uh yeah i've heard, I've heard good things about them as well. My housemate Siobhan, she uh, works at a lot of gigs and she's um, worked with them before and she says they're a brilliant band live. So yeah, I'm really looking forward to seeing them out there. It's going to be good. Okay, let's mm. find another question. I have something to actually bring up. Yeah, um, go on.
1: Well, previously when I came here, I complained about the amount of dog poo that was in the street. Yeah. I'd just like to say, I mean, what's your counsel here?
0: I think it's Wandsworth Council. Well, I mean, they're
1: clearly fans of the show. (laughs) (laughs) They really cleaned it up. But I would like to draw their attention to another epidemic, which is um, just fag butts around, you
0: know, the bus stops. Okay, yeah. yeah. I think that's just... All right, well, Wandsworth Council, if you're listening, well Uh, well, done. First of all...
1: I don't think there's any if about it. They (laughs) clearly are listening.
0: First of all, well done um, on the dog shit. Scenario. Yeah. um Now, yeah. Let's have let's a little a stop, look at the tag butts. butts. Yeah. Um, no ifs, no buts. Put
1: it out, right out. Do you remember And then put it in a bin. <laughs> and then put it in a bin.
0: So I think we're gonna wrap it up there. I think Ralph, oh. you've got a nice job this afternoon, haven't you? Are we good. We're basically, on our online store, we're gonna we're doing a special promotion at the moment where you get. Um, I don't think we should be talking about this because if any more people buy it, I'm just gonna be there. For what, years. T- yeah. So basically, every time people buy something, they're gonna. I think that, no, is there special packages that special you can buy, package, yeah. which includes a Polaroid. And I don't rubs, think I can buy it anymore. I'm putting a stop to it. This even, <laughs> I,
1: I've got to do about you know 400 Polaroids this afternoon,
0: and it's not like with a digital camera you can just go like well wow, you could take, just do one and print it out you? yeah you could do yeah um, but with the polaroid there is a good
1: amount of time in printing the funny thing is my mate Murphy's coming up all the way from Leeds to see us and he doesn't know it but this is going to be what he's going to help yeah. me out with I hope he's been has he got a strong index finger he does actually he's yeah. an artist so yes um, brings us on to actually the, so we've been sponsoring ourselves by yeah. the various people well you know, fake sponsoring. I'd like to propose this kind of self interest one, but um, the comic strip that me and Jim do, Comics yeah. by Numbers, we've been working away for years on this. <laughs> <laughs> and I was looking at the amount of people that interact with it on Tumblr, and it's quite small. It is quite small. So if you check out Comics by Numbers, the website.
0: Okay. What is in it? Fact, maybe you should say it here we go it's comics by numbers dot com brilliant go there um, you'll make me and Jim
1: very happy people yeah maybe don't go there if you're easily offended by <laughs>
0: things or do go there <laughs> yeah Jim's quite um, I mean I do know a lot of people who are excellent at drawing cocks but yeah. he's up there he is uh, up, right probably at the top actually he's
1: right at the top and he's drawing a cock on the top of the cock award yeah. Um, actually we're also thinking the latest one was a Valentine's one and lots of people seem to like the image of me as a cherub Mm. so we're contemplating selling our first t-shirts yeah but again in order for that to really work we need some people checking (laughs) out the website (laughs) (laughs) I think that's it so episode three done yeah well done Ben thanks a lot we're hand-helding mics we could drop the mic Let's you just could just add on an effect it. later.
0: Let's just place the Let's mic. Drop it, and you onto the, effect. Yeah. yeah. Okay. I'm winking furiously. Okay. Here <laughs> comes the sample of us dropping the mic.